Hello, and welcome to Serene Reflections, a podcast of Dharma Talks from the Wallawa Buddhist Temple. I am Rev. Clarissa Beattie, a Zen monk and Buddhist priest from the mountains of Northeast Oregon, where we practice contemplative meditation, the Chan of Bodhidharma, the Zen of Dogen, the Serene Reflection Meditation of Rev. Master G.U. Kennett. You are invited to let yourself grow naturally still, to let go of the world for a while. Join us in listening in sound, in listening in stillness, turning within to listen from the heart that seeks the way. How very pleasant it is now that we are well into spring, with its luminous green sproutings, wide expanse of vivid blue sky laced with silvery clouds. How wonderful it is to receive good news. What a delight to live in plentitude, surrounded by those we love. How very lovely life can be when all the world keeps going my way. Some of us do well in adversity, or at least we appreciate that live edge to getting through the day that helps us feel we're meeting a challenge. For some, the tougher it gets, the more we seem to rise to the occasion. So, how do I carry on when life is smooth as silk? How do I keep going when conditions are pleasant, or happen to be to my liking, or to my advantage? How do I get myself through the good times? Dogen says, Once you have given rise to the intention to seek enlightenment, even though you are spinning about through the six worlds of existence, being born through any of the four modes of birth, the very causes and conditions of your spinning will become your heartfelt practice of enlightenment. Accordingly, even though you have spent your past days and nights in vain pursuits, you should make the following vow while you are still in this present life. 
I pray that I and all sentient beings, from this life through all future lives, will ever be able to hear the true teachings. Once I have heard the true Dharma, I will not harbor doubts about it or fail to trust in it. Right at the time when I encounter the true Dharma, I will let go of the whole world and embrace the Buddha's teachings. Then, together with all sentient beings on the great earth, may we fulfill the way. If you make your vow in this manner, it will, of itself, be a cause for your enlightenment-seeking mind to arise. Sometimes in life we come to and realize we have landed in a heavenly realm. Among all the six realms, the heavenly realm is the easiest one in which to dwell and hear the teaching. Yet, heaven can be the hardest state in which to motivate ourselves to do the practice. The six worlds in Buddhism are, respectively, those of ordinary humans, heavenly beings, jealous titan asuras, animals, hell denizens, and hungry ghosts. The six realms, or lokas, are not only realms into which any being may be born for a lifetime, they are also states of mind which any being may experience at any time. Having been born here in the human realm, I still can take a spin through any or all six realms in a matter of seconds, depending on my mental and emotional state. The six lokas result from specific habitual ways of thinking, speaking, and acting. They are not punishments or rewards, they are simply results, without judgment. Birth in the three lower realms results from harm done out of serious greeds, hates, or delusions. Birth in the three upper realms results from good, done out of less serious greeds, hates, or delusions. The way out of samsara, the suffering of the six worlds, is not to get into the higher realms. Liberation from samsara lies in voluntarily relinquishing my grasping and pushing and thus finding my way to going beyond the beginningless cycle of rebirth. Birth in the Deva realm is the result of past action which is beneficial yet still self-serving out of greed. In this world, 
life seems just perpetually lovely. It is the world of power, wealth, and seemingly endless long life in great health and happiness. Devas have a vast potential to do far-reaching great good for the benefit of many beings. But the deva realm is also where we can easily become lulled into complacency, where we can reap the benefits of past merit without bothering to continue doing good. When it is easy to practice, we can forget to get around to actually doing it. We really do mean to, but there are all these nice things we like to enjoy first. And before we realize it, we have abandoned our good intentions. While happy, it seems so likely our happiness will last forever, yet even the most timeless, blissful state must end. All the six worlds are subject to change. Whether we experience their causes and conditions as negative, neutral, or beneficial, the six worlds are all subject to impermanence. This includes the Deva realm. And it includes the human realm, too, into which we have been born, and where conditions are most favorable not only for hearing the Dharma, but also for acting on the teaching as it appears for each of us, because life here on earth is not as cozy as it is in heaven. How fortunate we are to have been born here. So, when I find myself straying into the heavens, when complacency creeps into the rhythms of my days and nights, how may I remember my true purpose? The complacency of heaven is not only that of pride. This is not only the complacency of resistance to what we find unpleasant, the angry human self which says, I don't want to. The complacency of devas whispers, I don't have to, as I lull myself into a selfish contentment that depends on conditions being to my liking, which, of course then evaporates in the inevitable instant that things cease to go my way. The complacency of heaven is the addiction to sustaining what are actually fleeting pleasures, drowning out the truth that the universe is not answerable to my personal will, distracting me from what really matters. Yet it's so hard to go beyond this state because the lure of heaven is that it's just so pleasant. 
However, once having heard the truth, that inherent in life is suffering caused by my own clinging, which I may let go of and become free of suffering. Once having clearly caught the wisdom of this teaching, in a sense there is no going back. Going on with my eyes open, though the worlds spin, I can make use of the arising of causes and conditions rather than being spun around by them. Thus, I can begin to move toward freedom. It is my own cultivation of my determination to continue on the path which makes it possible to realize the aspiration for enlightenment. Not a hard, forceful pushing, but a gentle, bright, genuine openness of the heart. This heart that set me on the path to liberation to begin with. What is your deepest wish? What is your way of expressing it? Reflect. What draws me to the Dharma? What sustains my practice? What opens my heart? When spinning in the six worlds, letting go of the whys and hows of my present situation, I can see more clearly what is going on within me and around me. Letting go of conditions even as they arise, I can keep on going. Going on beyond this human mind, beyond hell, beyond heaven. Going on beyond samsara is nirvana. Within all that arises in all the six realms of existence is that which lies deeper than conditions of the present moment, and we are of that. How may I act from that? How may I live from that? When I am happily awash in conditions which cocoon me, I may well be grateful for the things which please and delight me and truly appreciate 
this passing joy while it lasts. But let me also not get lost chasing pleasantries. Let me not lose sight of my purpose for being and cling to what cannot last, thus perpetuating suffering. When we do this freely and with an open heart, the painful becomes less difficult to bear, and also the wonderful can be fully appreciated when it is not taken for granted. This is not to say we cannot revel in the gorgeous weather, the freedom to come and go, the company of friends, the fresh air and the sun on our faces, our great good fortune and prosperity. In the hells or in the heavens, and everywhere in between, just it is important to remember what matters and to take refuge in that which does endure in all conditions, even the good ones. Thank you for joining us in listening to Serene Reflections from the Heart that Seeks the Way. To learn more about this practice, including more about how to meditate, you are invited to visit our website at walawabuddhisttemple.org. Here, in the Kanzayan Shrine of our Meditation Hall, we offer the merit of our practice of serene reflection meditation to all beings including you, wherever you may be.